0: So everyone, I have good news and bad news. Good news is Mike is back. Yay. The yeah, bad news up? is the, <laughs> the bad news is it's not entirely really Mike. It's more the slightly withered shell of Mike. Because Let me we, tell you my current situation, Casey Lewis. <laughs> <Liz. laughs> Please do.
1: I'm sitting here on my wheelie chair rocking backwards and forwards, spinning a fidget spinner, whilst my right arm is in um a wrist guard for RSI reasons. All of this is happening because I am currently a shell of a man. Oh, I'm very tired. It's the busiest week of the year and I'm working on a really big project, which is just around the corner. Um, and I can't talk about it, but... I'm super tired from it because not only is iPhone week because we are in iPhone week obviously we're, the time you're listening to this iPhone week is about over although I think it's iPhone iPhone six weeks now I <laughs> think is what we're currently in um, yeah. and so I'm just I'm just tired it's a busy week and I'm doing a big project deck it's all like just happening at the same time and I'm very tired from it all um, and uh, the 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 wrist rest is because I've been spending uh, more time in, in logic than I would normally spend time in logic mm. over the last couple of weeks.
0: And you, but you haven't been using your Wacom tablet for that? I'm not trying to be snarky. I'm really asking.
1: It's I have been, but any like really long usage will cause problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but finally, this is in my right wrist, which isn't what I'd use in my Wacom tablet, but I do use my right wrist as well but i've been getting pains in my left elbow and pain in my right wrist and this is purely in the repetitive sense like this i don't get these pains now unless i spend significant a significant amount of time editing um which i have been i've been spending no joke like three times the amount of time uh in logic than i would normally spend over the last couple of weeks so Aye. yeah fun It is fun. It is fun. Um, I'm not complaining because I'm really excited about everything that I'm working on and iPhone Week is amazing and we produce some of our best shows during that period of time. Uh, But I just I'm just trying to set the stage for like if I'm if I'm less than uh, peppy today um, that's why. And I apologize. I'm sorry if I'm sorry. But it's it's midnight on Thursday uh, after just a Just a bonkers, just a real bonkers week. Which I'm sure you can appreciate because this is this is the day after ATP day for you. It was so it sure day of
0: ATP day? Basically. Did you just finish? Well, no, 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 no. But we uh, we recorded. No, up the until... joke
1: was it went on for two days. Yeah, was sorry. the joke?
0: Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what bothers me when I listen to Bonanza, because the two of you are so quick on your feet, and I am not. And we sometimes, get each other. well, that's the thing is sometimes oh, <laughs> sometimes it's different, man. I know, I've, I've said I know. this to you no, know, so many
1: times. I'm not. I can't. Nobody, nobody, nobody understands me like that. The way that Matt understands me.
0: Oh, I understand, but but yeah, the thing is, you two are so quick on your feet. And there's occasions like I'll be listening to the show and I'll think, "Ooh, I could have said something really funny right there." But that happens like maybe once a show. Whereas you, you two know what big you should jerks, totally do. You, well, you I should, should tweet just tweet you. those
1: at us. Yeah, we'd love <laughs> those jokes.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> but uh but yeah i, I feel like there's one I, have, I get like one or two zingers in and i'm the only one who hears them and can appreciate it but the rest of the show i would be boring and and unfunny but that's all right but anyway uh i i also wanted to give you credit for recording at midnight on thursday because uh you are still where your body is somewhere over the atlantic in terms of your body clock i should say is somewhere over the atlantic still is that I'm not right
1: kidding you can you imagine can, can you guess when i'd finally broke the jet lag can you guess when I did that? Today? Nope. <laughs> Yesterday. I broke the jet lag uh, Monday.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's... I mean, it's crappy. Don't get me wrong. But at least it was at the beginning of this busy week. Yeah, but then what happened? Then you had to stay up late every night. Exactly. <laughs> and got sick. I
1: I, I posted Upgrade at 2.30 a.m. on Tuesday.
0: Oh. You're, you're destroyed you really are a shell of a man I, I like normally this is where i would be that jerky friend that makes fun of you and is like oh why can't you handle it you're, you're such a big baby but no really you are a shell of a man and i feel for you
1: i fell asleep on the sofa like two hours ago <laughs> good for you see here again i
0: would be like well what's your excuse then let's roll but no i i, I don't blame you
1: it's just this is just like if anyone you know whenever anybody has a really tiring work week like this this is it this is like one of those this is just one of the really tough weeks for for the stuff that we do yeah um which is talking about technology mostly focused around apple um this is that week right like it's the it's the super bowl week it's as big as it gets yeah, it's true. Oh, then as well. This is the funny thing. See, this is part of it as well. It's uh, midnight right now. We'll probably get finished around one thirty a.m. I'll probably fall asleep t- sometime between two and two thirty. I need to be up at seven forty-five so I can order an Apple
0: Watch. Oh God, that's right. Oh, see, here it was. I was just complaining to Aaron that I was up until like twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning last night, and I've got to wake up at three my three in the morning my time to order watches. And then I'm going to wake up again at 6 in order to run, but that is nowhere mm. near as bad as as what you're dealing with. So yeah, you're But screwed. let me
1: tell you though, as much as I'm complaining about it and I'm not just saying this to be like trite or whatever, but I do in a moment where I'm talking to you right now and and I'm I'm seeing all the like the fun side of all of this. I really do appreciate the fact that I am able to to do these things and it be my job.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it, I
1: was doing these things for a really long time when they weren't my job, you know? So I'm 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 good. I'm good. I hear you. You know, I am uh I'm sure I think next year um I will have been a self-employed podcaster for longer than I was a podcaster in total. Wait, oh like hang on. I No, no. one half will eclipse the other half is what I'm trying to say. I've just phrased it really badly. I think it's next next year. Um, will be like kind of once once I get to like December next year, I would have I would have it out because, um, I have been podcasting for seven years now, and Relay FM will turn four next year. My word! So it will be my eighth year of podcasting. My company will be four years old. So by December, um, I think or like it either be December or like January February of the next year. Where I would be fully self employed, having been doing this for longer than before. Man, that's crazy. It's crazy, right? But yes, like, you know, I think you and Stephen were talking about this last week, uh, last episode. Great episode, by the way. Thank you to Stephen for filling in. Um, you, you guys were talking about, like, and he mentioned it because we realized this. We just realized this about the fact that also next year, um, me and Stephen will have known each other for longer, having been co founders than not i like all that sort of stuff happens damage. at the same time. So next year is going to be a really weird year for me, where I will have been podcasting as part of Relay FM for longer than anything else. Then would have been I've known Stephen for longer than like I've known Stephen for having done that, having had our company for longer. It's really hard to explain. I know. What you're uh, and also then a couple of months later, I will have been a self-employed podcaster for longer than I've been a non-self-employed podcaster.
0: That's awesome. Now, you guys should both be really proud of yourselves. And, and yes, thank you again to Stephen for, for pinch hitting last week. Uh, I thought it was a good episode, actually. I was really, really and pleased with how it turned I out. I
1: can't do any better than you guys did last week, so I just want to obviously publicly um, share my congratulations to the whole list family.
0: Oh, thank you. Because yep. yeah. I'm
1: uh, very, 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 very beyond happy. Uh, for the two of you uh, do, do you have any interest in very quickly telling the one minute story of of how i found out that you guys were
0: pregnant uh what did i do didn't we uh oh yeah so when you facetime <laughs> called <laughs> that's me right. that's right i i had facetimed you once with the intention of telling you and i think aaron wasn't around she and was so-
1: mowing the lawn
0: that's what it was she she loves to mow the lawn don't don't Please don't email me. I've begged her not to do it ever, 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 ever. She loves to do it. So, so anyway, she was mowing the lawn, and I decided, and you know what? I'm going to tell Mike real quick. I'm going to FaceTime Mike. I'm going to tell him that we're pregnant. And I dialed the phone, and you picked up. And around the moment you picked up on FaceTime, I panicked and decided, no, I think Aaron would want to be here for this. And I made up some god-awful, terrible excuse to talk to you. And I think it was— we, No, I was,
1: you told me that you were trying—
0: yeah, I was about to say, I thought I was trying to explain to you, like, what we were going through yeah. and, and that you, we were you trying. You told me
1: we're, we're going to start trying to have a kid, even though Erin is pregnant at this yeah. point.
0: Uh, I'm Like, past
1: the safety zone. No, it was brilliant. Because <laughs> um, I remember, because the first thing, we I got off the phone um, and me and Adina was talking, I was like, oh, I'm really worried for them. Like, I don't want them to go through that again, like it could be really bad for them like i really don't want to see casey and Aaron upset like that and like little do i know you guys <laughs> uh, you'd already you'd already had success Indeed. and then it was maybe like a week or something later that you called me and told me and i was like that was fast and then he was like oh no wait Let <laughs> well me here's the thing
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so, yeah i thought
1: that was really funny it's perfect that's a perfectly casey thing to do i think yeah
0: basically Feels yeah like I, casey i i really did intend to tell you and then i like i said at the last minute i was like oh god no i should probably have aaron here and yeah i'm the worst but that's all right um but no we did end up uh facetiming with you and adina both which uh which made mm-hmm. me very happy and you guys were very uh congratulatory which was very kind of you and uh, we're very, very excited. excited for you yep it is uh good stuff so yeah i am uh i'm i'm super pleased aaron is super pleased declan is pleased but doesn't really know what's going on uh we yeah, still he's, have... he's
1: pleased because every everyone's happy right yeah, like he exactly has, he does it, for a while i'm not sure he really can get it
0: yeah exactly but right he will mm-hmm. oh he's gonna get it eventually
1: <laughs> yeah he hasn't got a choice
0: yeah but uh Aww. but no we're super happy and uh and actually um i don't remember if i said this last episode but we aaron and i talked about it before um all right i forget exactly when it was but we talked about it and, and we concluded that you know we should give you right of refusal on yeah discussing I, thought, it. I think
1: that's so ridiculous by the way that you two had that conversation like like it was it like it, it shouldn't be an important thing in your lives and i love you both so much that it for some reason that you would could like even half consider just delaying things for like, it does. I don't, I can't even conceive that, but I I really appreciate that you would at least have that discussion.
0: Well, we we obviously announced. I think this was the night we announced, or the night Erin announced, because she announced. I forget what day it was, but it was mm-hmm. in the evening, and then I announced. Yeah, there was day. a delay
1: between the two of you. But um, but but yeah, we. Yeah.
0: But more specifically, what, what I was talking about was you know, hey, should we, should I not talk to Steve yeah, yeah. about this? Sorry, stuff? yeah, I, and, I knew what you meant. And yeah. and should we wait to talk about it this episode of Analog? And I said to you, you know, hey. If you want, I'll hold off on this until, you know, it's until you're back. And and you were very gracious and kind and said no, not not only the
1: idea of you not talking about this just because I'm not around is wild to me. It's wild. I'm the one who went on holiday.
0: Well, still, yeah, I wanted to give you a chance, but it was good. It was good news. It is good news. We're very excited. Uh, Thanks again to Stephen. for pinch hitting I, I i I left that episode feeling really good about it, and I still feel really good about it, which was great not that i i don't i shouldn't sound surprised I'm not surprised by it, but I don't know It just felt like a really really good episode um and it felt really natural, which you know even though I know Stephen pretty well he, it's not something that he he and I don't often record analog together, so it was uh it was really delightful that um that I thought we really clicked and and we and he did such a great job so thank you again, Stephen all right, so you're back home
1: mm hmm I have some important follow-up Please. On, on, on my travels. I had Velveeta again.
0: I'm sorry.
1: No, it was good. It was the yes! base of a queso dip, and oh, it was yes. like so. There were many things added to it, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. There mm-hmm. is an incredible chip technology um, in America, <laughs> where they're the they're, they're called like Tostitos or something. Mm-hmm. And they're these little like bowls, oh yeah, they're the Tostitos like bowl. potato yeah, yeah. chips that are
0: bowls. That is a genius technology., oh, what are they actually? I know exactly what you're thinking of. I can't think of what the technical term is is for that Dippin'
1: chips. I don't know it doesn't matter what they are, oh, but they're little bowls. they're on. just little bowls. it's such a, it's a, it uh, scoop that is, is. tosdo scoops. scoops. that is just a genius, real genius thing basically. I have concluded that Velveeta shells and cheese can, can, remains to be garbage, um, but Velveeta, uh, if used, if if tactically deployed, can be enjoyable.
0: <laughs> Oh, my word. So was this like with Rotel? So like some tomatoes or I'm sorry, tomatoes and uh, and like chilies and maybe sausage in it?
1: Sure. I mean, I don't know 100% what was in the thing, but it was like a Mexican flavor yeah, yeah, yeah. dish, you uh, know, that- like it was part of like a taco type situation.
0: Yep. That's not surprising. Um, we we call it, I, this is Aaron and I call it a sausage and cheese dip. I don't even know that there's like a formal recipe for it. But basically you take a whole bunch of Elvita, you melt it, then you cook up some sausage, put it in there, put up um, uh, or put in some Rotel, which is this like, I forget the term for it, but it's basically like tomatoes and a few other things. And you mix it all together and it's really, really good. It's just don't ever look at it once it's kind of cooled down and solidified because it'll or gross you don't,
1: out. I don't look at it before it gets melted.
0: Yeah, don't look at it before it's melted, and don't look at it after it's solidified, because both There's of those choices like are bad. weird
1: ice cream bar <laughs> shape thing that can live dry in a cupboard. Doesn't make any sense. Velveeta is really weird.
0: Well, I'm glad, though, that you did have a good Velveeta experience. And mm-hmm. there are other food-related experiences, but we are we are not going to talk about that yet, because we do need, in a moment, not mm-hmm. yet, we need an update on whether or not you made it to John's. But... Before we t- we uh-huh. do that, let's talk about the trip. So, you spent a month in these once great, maybe not great anymore. One th- month
1: and three days.
0: Oof. In in the United States, how yep. how was it? Was it good?
1: Good. It was really good. I had a great time. Um, three weeks was bef- like from leaving Adina to seeing Adina was too long. Uh, if I ever do something like this again, um, I need to be a bit smarter about the timing on that, but um, mm-hmm. maybe I went too far, too you know, it was too much too soon. Uh, but the trip overall was great. Um, I loved the rest of my time in New York. Uh, I spent a bunch of time in uh, Brooklyn and Lower East Side, and I loved it. And uh, if I ever move to America, then my mind personally is made up as to where I will move to. Where will um, it be? Somewhere in New York.
0: The city or like, just the state? City. Okay, that's expensive, but you're used to that. So,
1: at the time of my life where I am now, this is where I'd want to be. As I maybe as I grow older, like maybe in like five to ten years or something, maybe I would want to live in a more suburban sure, area, sure, sure. but kind of like um, how we are now, right? Like we're, you know, we're between like thirty and forty minutes on a train into central London. So 30 to 40 minutes on a on a train into Manhattan is great. But um, I really do love, I love Manhattan. Um, I love it so much. And uh, I actually came to the realization that I have more friends in New York City than
0: London. That's crazy. I mean, it makes sense. Wild, but, right? Wow. Huh. That's pretty cool. So did you get to see a lot of other people? Like, I mean, I know you spent yeah. a lot of time with the Armands, which we'll talk about in a minute, but did you get to see like other, not random yeah. people, but you know, other people? Loads.
1: I had lunches and dinners planned like every day for over a week.
0: That's amazing. With different people. That's so awesome. It was
1: that was how I came to the realization. And I'd say obviously I have more close friends in London, but that's because I get to see them more, right? Sure. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure if I spent more like if I was in New York more, I would grow closer to these people. So yeah, I had a great time. I had lots of great food with I I I uh, I, I discovered a new life hack, um, a Mike Hurley brand life hack. So I would, you know, people would say to me, hey, do you want to do something while I'm here? I was like, yeah, sure, let's go for dinner or let's go for lunch or whatever. And then people would say to me something like, um, where do you want to go? What kind of food do you want? Like, or they would want to show me options of places or whatever, And I quickly realized, I don't want to do this. Um, How do I get out of this? And then I had a brainwave, which actually worked out to be brilliant. Like, I want to do all of the social events, but I don't want to pick these restaurants because I don't know what I'm picking. I hate that. You know, it's like, so I, I said to people, take me to your favorite place. Yeah, that's smart. And it worked out really well every time. I had some incredible food and some incredible drinks. So, okay. Um, so,
0: without disclosing whether or not you went to John's, so let's just take it off the table if you did go. What was your favorite meal that you, or, or the first one that jumps to mind, Re- regardless of company? This is just the food itself. What was your favorite meal?
1: There was a burger that I had in a restaurant called, I think, Minerva Tavern in New York. Yeah, Minetta. M I N E T T A. Um they have a burger which is one of the better burgers that I've ever had. Um and it's called the Black Label burger. It doesn't have cheese on it, which I was a little bit concerned. I was like mm, I like I like cheese on my burgers. Um but it, I was I had dinner with Matthew Bischoff. That was who I was. Oh, with yep, yep, he yep. was like mm-hmm. He was like just he was like just trust me. Just trust me. So I did. And if you would have brought me that burger and told me there was cheese on it, I would have believed you. Because it was just so, like, everything worked so perfectly. You would just assume that everything that you were hoping for was on that burger. Hmm, that's, so that's that may cool. have been. I don't know if. The, I, I can't, like, I can't remember every meal. Like, I had. I mean, I have had some great pizza, and I just don't want to talk about the pizza yet because I have, like, a whole thing about New York pizza that I want
0: to talk about. Um okay. I'm a little scared, but okay.
1: I have a whole like just like a whole pizza thing. But just like as a as a meal, like a meal meal, that was probably the best meal that I had. And something interesting, I don't know if this is a new thing. So much great ice cream in New York City. Oh. Is is a is a thing that I've discovered. There's just ice cream shops everywhere and they're all brilliant. So. <laughs> great bagels uh, like oh, the food yeah. the food is such a thing right like the food for me there is just such a thing because i think that you know london has amazing food um but my favorite foods in the world the best place to get all of them seems to be new york city <laughs> like burgers pizza hot dogs bagels so i mean they're like my favorite things to eat and they're all best there. On BTW, I put on a bunch of weight, (laughs) even though I was restricting myself mostly to two meals a day. Oh, wow. And I had, like, the longest streak that I have ever had for both move and exercise since I got my Apple Watch. Um I still put on weight, so <laughs> maybe art. I shouldn't move to New York City. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. I, uh, I should note that at the bottom of the Minetta Tavern restaurant website, its uh, address is 113 McDougal, and it says on the website, between Bleecker and West 3rd Street. Bleecker, mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. But um, mm-hmm. So you, you said you spent some time with the Armints and that went okay? I mean, I don't, they don't listen to this show, so you can tell me the truth.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> Adina came out, and we went to the beach, and it was wonderful. No, that does sound great. We absolutely loved it. Like we good. really, really loved it there. It was a, it was a really great trip in an amazing place with great people. Like it was it was kind of the perfect vacation. Good, 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 good. Um, I'm not because surprised, I wasn't but... on vacation until then, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I was I was working my regular job. Um, I was doing everything that I normally do. I was recording all my shows. I was doing all the other things that I do, but I was just doing it in America. Mm -hmm. Um, The the, the beach time was, was a real vacation that we took, and it was wonderful, and I loved it.
0: Was this the first time that Adina has come to the States by herself? I don't recall
1: technically no because the first time she ever went to america was when we went to portland and we were going through canada and canada wouldn't let her in so oh, she had to right. get a flight on her own
0: <laughs> but it's the first time she's crossed the pond by herself right
1: no that was it we would just we were set we had to leave from london from on different planes
0: oh i couldn't remember i thought it was once you arrived in canada okay my bad i'm with you All right, no that mind, she then.
1: wasn't air canada wouldn't let her get on the plane Delightful. In London. Okay. So she went through San Francisco, and then I arrived in Portland before her, like many hours before her, mm-hmm. uh, and then she arrived afterwards.
0: All right. So what I was driving at was, you know, that that all went okay. And not to say that she's not perfectly capable, but... She loves know. flying on her own. Oh, really? Interesting. See, i yeah. prefer to do yeah. it with somebody if I can. You
1: never hear somebody... Talk so effusely about premium economy as you will that woman i'll tell you that she <laughs> just loves it she tells you about all the things she likes to do yeah if you ever bump into adina just ask her about premium economy and she'll <laughs> tell you all about it
0: okay all right so tell me if it's this time next year and maybe you're thinking oh you know i'll do the dc pen show i'll swing through memphis This time next
1: year uh um, maybe not um we have a busy summer yeah you do uh Yeah, but uh, maybe the year after, I would consider maybe doing something. There is a possibility, Casey, that I may be in America uh, every month for the rest of the year. um, Because that's just what I do.
0: Oh, my word. Uh. (laughs) (sighs) What, What cities are you going to that you're avoiding me, slash, that I'm going to be compelled to avoid you like I did this time?
1: Chicago in October, Seattle in December, and still to be determined, maybe potentially a trip in November. Oh, but Lord. that one's that one's up in the air right now. But.
0: Fair enough. All right. So what I was going to say was, would you do this again?
1: With some adjustments, but yes, I would do it again, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want it to be as long. Or yeah, I wouldn't want it to be as long. I would maybe mm-hmm. do three weeks maximum, including Adina taking a trip too.
0: Interesting. Okay, because I was thinking to myself earlier, you know, it would almost make sense uh for you to come out. Maybe for the pen show, stay in you know do your week in Memphis, and then maybe even stay through the iPhone announcement, so you're not dealing with like jet lag and all that mumbo jumbo on top of dealing with all the work that comes from Super Bowl week. But that, yeah, that would be like it's, a month. It and a is half.
1: unknown though as to whether I will be doing the DC pen show again, though. So like, there are many pen shows, and there are many uh, better pen shows for Aww. other reasons. Oh, I I definitely won't be doing DC next year because I want to maybe see a show later in the year to spread them out a little bit um, from each other. So I'm sorry to say.
0: You're killing me. I
1: will do DC again, but I don't know when.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, what's going on with the wedding?
1: More of the honeymoon has been booked. Excellent. We booked flights. How expensive Um, was
0: that? I wasn't looking for a number. I'm just saying that must be, like, friggin' terrible.
1: It was really expensive, but not as expensive as we thought it was going oh. to be. So oh, good. Whilst it was, like, eye-wateringly expensive, it wasn't I'm-going-to-go-bankrupt expensive, which was mm-hmm. how it looked like it was going to be for a little while. Oh, good. Um, because I figure you've got to fly good for your honeymoon, <laughs> right? Like, you can't... I feel like for your hun- your honeymoon is, like, the only time where you can, like... We, you know, if you can afford it, don't fly economy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, so it was really expensive. Um, And plus, we're going to a very, very far away place, right? So, like, we, you know, so I wanted to, the flights were okay. The flights were okay. Uh, We had an engagement shoot with our photographer over a year after we got engaged. So whoa, whoa, that was whoa, a good time.
0: whoa. Where's my pictures? I want to see. They're not done yet. Good answer. get should to next week. All right. Well, oh, I'm no, I'll be
1: sending them to you as soon as they come. I'm excited about them. Um, it it was part of the package, but it was a good thing because we got to learn a little bit more about her, and like, so she could learn a bit more about us. And yeah, we're really, really happy with uh, with the person that we, we we've gone with, and uh, we are working on getting our save the date slash RSVPs out. Good ASAP because we want to make sure that people know when the wedding is and that they can travel, etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I'm very, like, I'm very antsy about this. I'm I'm just getting, like, more and more concerned about the fact that, that I mean, I feel like I've told people when our wedding is, like, people that need to, to know because we're going to invite them. But, like, every now and then I'll be talking to someone and they don't know. And I'm like, oh, no. Nah. And so we're, uh, yeah, RSVP, ASAP is uh, what we're working on right <laughs> now. Um, so, yeah. That that's that's our that's our whole shebang. So I I hopefully we're looking at getting that sent out like by the time this episode goes up, or like very much around that. So oh, it's a big old it's a big old it's a big old to do. Yeah, I hear
0: you. All right. Well, why don't you tell me about something else that's awesome, and then we can. Did I do also our tell follow-up?
1: you I have a cold right now? Did I tell you about that?
0: Well, you did in another podcast, but I don't think you've mentioned it today.
1: I I said it to you, but not directly to you, right? I think that's right.
0: Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, you're you're a little under the weather, and that's why you sound a little funny. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You sound funny. Today's episode is brought to you by Linode. Linode lets you get set up in seconds with their fast and powerful hosting. Their tools are easy to understand, and they let you choose your resources at Linux Distro, giving you the power and flexibility that you need. And Linode plans start at just $5 a month for a Linux server with one gigabyte of RAM in the Linode cloud. Linode lets you do great, amazing, powerful things. It's perfect for tasks like hosting large databases, running a mail server, running a private Git server, operating powerful applications, and so much more. Linode guarantees 99.9% uptime for server availability. That's a lot of nines. Once your server is up, Linode, keep it that way. Whether you're just getting started with your first server for, I don't know, whatever it is you want to do, I think you can. Can you do stuff like Minecraft and things like that? I guess you can, right? I don't know how these things work. Casey, can you help me? Am I I talking...
0: I would assume you can, but I will say, and this is completely off-script, that I did set up my own Linode server uh, not too long ago and it, it worked great. hey
1: look at you. Yeah. It'd be, so whether you're setting up your first server like Casey uh, or deploying a complex system like I'm obviously going to do any moment now, <laughs> Linode is the right choice for you. They offer the fastest hardware and network with fantastic customer support. It has never been easier to launch a cloud server than with Linode. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. You can get a server with one gigabyte of RAM for just $5 a month, and you can go all the way up to 16 gigabytes for $60 a month. Linode offer twice the amount of RAM that you're going to get elsewhere across all of their plans for all their price points that they have. As a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com slash analog, that's L-I-N-O-D-E dot com slash analog, you'll not only be supporting this show, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee... There's nothing to lose. Go to lino.com slash analog. Learn more, sign up and take advantage of that $20 credit or just use the promo code analog2017 at checkout. Thank you so much to Lino for their continued support of this very program.
0: Michael, did mm. you or did you not go to Johns of Bleecker Street? So
1: the thing about this whole thing is like I told you I was going to do this, right? <laughs> like I told you that i was going to do this and you didn't believe in me
0: uh, that's only partly true you didn't believe in me that i was
1: because you kept asking me yes and then you because i was i was back in new york for just like 2 days before we were coming home and i got a message to you or somewhere online of some description with along the lines of i have failed you or something and i just told you to have faith in me you didn't have faith in me Because we planned it all out. Because I decided I didn't want to go to this place on my own, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's silly. And I had multiple people, multiple friends that I was seeing offer to take me. But I was like, no, it's fine. Like, let's go to a place that you want to go to. I've got a lot of time here. I'll plan it out. And then, because then I decided that me and Adina would go together. But, like, you just don't have faith in me. I tell you I'm going to do something, and you don't believe that I'm going to do it.
0: It's not that I don't believe. It's just you're a busy guy. It was a busy month and change. Mm -hmm. I was nervous. That's all. And
1: I didn't want to go that day that I went. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling too great, I can't remember why i'd eaten we'd like we woke up super late I don't know what happened to us we were in Manhattan for two days and we'd woke up at like eleven thirty twelve both days. I don't know why. Like, I don't know what happened. The The hotel room that we had had blackout blinds. I don't think mm-hmm. that helped the situation. Um, <laughs> so, like, we just, we just slept in real late, which means we ate lunch real late. And I think it was hot that day or something. I can't remember, but, like, I just wasn't feeling too great. Then the subway failed me again. Oh, oh man. That friggin' New York subway, no, like that we weekend, we were there over a weekend, and just like there were lines that weren't working, which is fine provided there's any type of infrastructure for allowing people to know this in any kind of logical way. So Google Maps, you type in on Google Maps where you want to go, and it tells you to get these lines. It doesn't know that the lines aren't working. Now let me tell you, in London, they do, Google Maps knows because there is an API that TfL have. So I I assume that this isn't a thing that what is it? What are they called? What's is it? MTA something like that? What are they called? Yeah, MTA. I I assume that there is there is just no way of Google knowing this because Google would tell me to take these lines. And this is you get you go into the station and you go through the thing. So you pay the money from the metro card. By the way, best to follow up on my metro card. Um, It is like a really th- flimsy plastic. Yes, it is. The Oyster cards are credit card type plastic. Oh my this God. is what I'm
0: talking can about. We, can we, we right? let go of the subway, please? Just I'm just like
1: telling a, you just why. Like a- but to go down onto the platform, you're waiting for a train, and then, oh, if you turn around, there's a piece of A4 paper that's been printed off of a printer and stuck to a post that says there's no trains today.
0: I'm pretty sure it's not A4, but I know what you're saying.
1: No, it was. Really? Both times. That's piece attention. of a4 paper i mean there was like there was stuck to multiple posts but like if you're not looking for it because you think your trains come in and especially because there's no boards up anywhere that tell you how long it's going to be to the next train in most of these stations so you are kind of just wait anyway so that was that uh subway so then we got to john's oblique street after so it was going to be it was going to be a twenty it was like a twenty five minute walk or a ten no it was like a thirty minute walk or a ten minute subway ride right mm-hmm. so uh we got out we got out of the subway after our diversion and we then had to walk for twenty five minutes <laughs> so i i don 't know how i don't know what happened i don 't know where we ended up going um we got to John's Oblique street then there was a huge line, and I was like, oh my god. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I sent, I think I sent you a picture of the line, but we got in the line and Mm -hmm. then uh, things started looking up and I looked inside and it kind of looked hipstery, which wasn't what I was expecting. Like hipstery in the sense that like, it looked super authentic and there was like scribble all over the walls and people carved their names, which is a thing you can do. You can carve your name into the walls or the seats. And I don't know. It just looked kind of cool. Right. It looked cool inside. Mm hmm so we get in. we actually weren't waiting for very long no more than 10 minutes the line moved really quickly which I was surprised about I I think it just moved quick Um, I don't know why uh, but it just did because you know there were multiple tables of people in front of us in a restaurant that's not huge um, and it just seemed like we got there at just the right time I think Mm -hmm. um, that people were moving out we got there at kind of a weird time we got there at kind of like before dinner time so I think like a lot of people were starting to leave and you know so yeah, it worked out kind of well for us I have never seen a restaurant more insistent on anything than this place is on the fact that they do no slices. It was written everywhere, man. It's like it's on the menu. It's on the door outside. It's like on every single flat surface in the restaurant, it says no slices, which is really strange. I mean, I'm assuming that they consider it part of their, like, charm or brand as opposed to feeling like Uh, they have to tell you
0: i think it's both because you have to understand that every pizzeria in new york i'm sure somebody but there's no slice counter that's true, but every pizzeria in New York will serve you will serve you a single slice, and they don't. Partially because they don't have to, partially because I guess they never have. But and so they don't. And I guess want they you, don't want to, and they don't want to. But they don't want you to come in there expecting something different. And it was for the longest uh, time. We
1: need to make some clarifications. David Twelve in the chat room is how how do you eat? Um, you can cut the pizza into slices. They just won't serve you a slice. You can only <laughs> eat an entire pizza pie.
0: Right, right, right. So you have to understand in New York, generally speaking, you can walk up to a counter to Mike's point. You can order a single slice of pizza. That can be your entire order. And then they will hand you a single slice of pizza. At John's, there is there are, your only choice is to get an entire pizza pie now they will slice it up like you would get any other pizza sliced up but the point is they will not vend a single slice they will only vend an entire pizza and so yeah Uh, and they it used to be until with the last year or two that they didn't even used to take credit cards they used to only take cash
1: um but they're very insistent on the slices thing uh i decided we ended up um we got a pizza we got a large i think and we we did like a half and half. I was like, Are "You sure we can get this?" Because it was like this place is so has such weird rules. That they're going to do half and a half, but yeah, they did. We had half pepperoni because that's my test. That's my litmus that's fair. test for pizza place. It's pepperoni because it's it's my favorite.
0: I would have preferred you get just plain cheese, but I totally understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from, and that is, that is completely reasonable,
1: especially in New York. Everywhere in the world, I consider just like a. a you know a cheese pizza margarita pizza whatever you want to call it like mozzarella whatever yeah, you yeah, know just yeah, like yeah. a how you do cheese and tomato sauce is is a good good mm-hmm. test but mm-hmm. i've personally found in new york that the way that a place does a pepperoni pizza for me would really give me a feeling on what it was like but adina went with uh, like so we we both ate pieces of it but she wanted to get it was like ricotta cheese and something and something (laughs) garlic and onion
0: that's fine something with a few things on it is the point
1: yeah she just looked at the ingredients and picked a combination that she thought that she might like and it was nice but uh, i preferred the pepperoni side and i did what i promised to do and i periscoped (laughs) the whole thing so my (laughs) first so if so there will be a link in the show notes if you want to see me um eat pizza on a video which i don't necessarily recommend
0: especially since it's uh, like you can do it you are almost inaudible which is not your fault at all it's it's because the place is so darn loud but mm. it is very difficult to hear what mike's saying but it is it is a freaking delightful periscope that i am so genuinely I'll tell you what happy I
1: don't, what i didn't what i didn't like about the periscope like it shows you some of the people that watched it, like they have this analytics thing afterwards. Mm. And there are like people that watch that, that like, I really respect, <laughs> you know, as, as people yeah, yeah, yeah. that I like, I really respect. And I'm like, is this what I've, is this what it's
0: come to? Well, but hold is on. Is this my life now? I thought though, that you had, you had tweeted such that it was a mention directly to me. In other words, it wasn't like a quote unquote public tweet. I thought when you yeah. said you were periscoping, it went just to me. So in theory, to me, that that absolves you from the fact that that this was is like, why I did that. Yeah, oh right? yeah, it was like, smart
1: because it's like seriously. But yeah, there were people that watched it, and I'm like, oh, but I have so much respect for you. And uh, yeah, so but yeah, it's what it's come to. Um, and I loved it. It was seriously fantastic oh, pizza. So happy. I believed you that it's your favorite pizza place in the world. So, by extension, I knew it was going to be good, right? Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I knew yeah, it absolutely. was going to be good pizza. But I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was.
0: Why didn't you have faith in me, Mike? Purely because
1: since the time that you had spent, I assume, a lot of time in New York, there is like more sure. weird and wonderful food, right? Now. Mm-hmm. then and like places that are really pushing the envelope and ingredients are getting better and it's like you know whilst pizza has always been good there are now like all these different things that people can do you know like blah 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 whatever that i thought that i'd assumed that there would be now like this place would still be good but there would be a lot more better mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and i don't necessarily think that like it it is 100 the best regular piece of Regular slice of pizza I had during yes. my time in New York.
0: Oh, that makes me so happy! I literally just did an a subconscious or an accidental fist pump just right now. I'm so excited. Oh, so that makes I will me at this
1: point give my New York pizza rankings.
0: Excellent. Okay.
1: Slash awards. Mm-hmm. Um. So John's Oblika. I had a pepperoni pie there. It, it it is awarded with the best regular pizza pie during my time. Um, the uh, the best specialty pie uh, is from a restaurant called Pizza Loves Emily. There are two of them. I went to the one on in the Lower East Side. They have a pizza called the Colony, which is pepperoni, pickled chili, and honey. Now I'm not great with spicy food. Um, like it, it burns my tongue. I have this. I have a very sensitive tongue. It's like it's an actual thing, and uh, like a mouthwash causes me physical pain. Um, because of the alcohol in it, I think. Uh, but um, so I get, I have a very sensitive tongue. I was in physical pain eating this pizza and it's one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, and then there is a uh, a pizza place called Town Pizza, which was just the local beach pizza place when we were with the Arment's. They do, uh, on Fire Island, they do a uh, a pizza thing called cold cheese and boom-boom sauce, which is one of the weirdest, most wonderful things I've ever eaten. You get a regular cheese slice. You put cold mozzarella on it, and then this, like... this. They do this for you, by the way. You, you don't do it yourself. This is, like, a thing that you buy. Then they, like, pour this like, kind of slightly spicy, sweet chili sauce type thing called Boom Boom Sauce. It's an actual sauce. Like, you can buy it. It's called Boom Boom Sauce. People sell it. Like, companies sell it to places. um, And it's ludicrous. And the first time you have it, you're like, what is this? And then you crave it constantly for a week. <laughs> Cold cheese and Boom Boom is the way forward. Uh, So they are my favorite. And I actually think... There were there were some other there were some other really good. I had lo- I had just tons of great pizza, but so I couldn't really rank all of the pizza that I had, which is why I kind of put them into these categories mm-hmm. as such. Mm-hmm. Which is best speciality, best regular, and best weird and wonderful. So, yeah, Johnson Bleaker, man, that's it's the real deal. It's the real deal stuff. You weren't joking.
0: Well, thank you for going. I'm very glad you did, and and I'm very glad that it worked out. And I assume Adina liked it as well.
1: Oh yeah, she loved it. We both did. Like good. we both weren't feeling it, but when we got there, we were like, oh, "Oh yeah, this is good." But this isn't the end of the story. Okay. So I'm sitting there, and uh, that we've we've eaten some. We've eaten a little bit of the pizza. We're taking a little bit of a pizza break, and I see two of the staff in the store talking about me, and they're clearly talking about me. They're both looking at me, and I caught one of them point over to the table. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no. Like, I assume that I've caused some kind of, like, fracas with their social media. Because a minute (laughs) before, (laughs) I'd looked up and had noticed that they were very insistent on sharing things on social media. There was, like, a poster above my head. So I'm assuming that they have someone, like a manager or an assistant or someone who is, like, watching social media anyway and like I'm periscoping and I'm tweeting and people are tweeting at me and like there's like a you know it's like I'm um, I've made like a a situation of some description, right? right and then right, one right. comes over and is like, are you Mike? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And he walks away. I'm like, what, <laughs> what is going on? Like, what have I done? Like I don't know what's <laughs> happening, and then I see them. They're still talking about man. Like I don't know what I'm. Like I don't know what I've done here. Like what's happened? Then the guy comes back again, and he's like, a friend is taking care of the bill. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like has someone seen the periscope and they've like, they've called the restaurant and they've paid, and then it dawns on me, and I ask you. And you are the nicest man in the world. And you paid my bill, which was the total gentleman thing to do because you forced me to go to this (laughs) pizza restaurant. So you picking up the tab was very, was awesome. But it generated another awkward moment because we didn't know how to leave this restaurant.
0: Oh, yeah, that's
1: understandable. I'm sorry. Right? I was like, can we just get up? Like, we were just hanging around for a while, and then I just called someone over and was like, can we go? And, like, (laughs) oh, yeah, no, it's fine. I was tempted to buy a round of drinks for everybody. In the restaurant,
0: yeah, the, the restaurant is bigger than it looks. Like there are a couple of back room, or not back rooms, but like there are a couple. There's of
1: There's two rooms, and then there's yeah. like another thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I saw like two two rooms. There's a lot of people in there. But yeah, this was a wonderful thing that you did, especially because I assume you had to give your card information over the phone.
0: I did, but you have to remember that that's a far less alarming thing for an American to do than it is for a Brit. You know, like we lose our we we. we yeah, we, but like
1: you also didn't know how much money we were gonna spend.
0: No. Right, like no, I we could no. have been going serious
1: on in that restaurant.
0: Yeah, you could have, but I, I had a feeling that that wasn't going to be the case, and I figured, all right, you know, well, a I had had a drink or two at the time but b uh, it it seemed to me like look you have pretty much compelled mike and adina to do this and i think it was the night before you left wasn't it or maybe even the night you did leave or something like that it was the
1: night before we left the next day so
0: clearly you are like squeezing this in you're not easing your way out of new york you are making sure and squeezing this in at kind of the 11th hour and and not to say that i felt guilty because it's not really what i felt but i just I, I i appreciated the fact that the both of you went out of your way to do this thing that even though it wasn't at all for me it was a hundred percent for me and so it occurred to me you know what you know what would be really nice is if we if i just picked up the tab and a pizza is like 20 ish bucks or something like that a drink or two is another you know 10 or 20 bucks i can spend you know 40 50 bucks and and it'll be fine. It'll work out just fine. And it certainly would be less than, I don't know, you would spend on laundry or something like that. So I figured it would be okay. You're not going nice. to laugh for that? Come on. That was a good joke. You're not giving me any credit for it. It
1: was very good, uh, but I wasn't giving you a satisfaction to laugh. (laughs) Fine. But you got a a recognition.
0: Fine. Well, anyway, the point being, it occurred to me, you know, let me call them and let me see if I can work this out. And you have to understand, like not you personally, but listeners, you have to understand, I hate the phone more than anything. And the only reason this worked was because, well, well, there was two reasons. He told me
1: how you described me. (laughs) <laughs> well
0: it worked he because, told me hold on it I worked because A. I adore Mike and Adina that much and B. I had had a couple of drinks but I believe if I recall correctly what I had done was I had called them and said hi I'd, I'd like to pay for the meal for somebody in the restaurant can I do that can I give you a credit card over the phone and they were kind of like I, uh, I think let me check and I think the, the person ran off he came back yeah I think we can do that who is it well um it's a guy, and he's got a pretty big beard and glasses, and he's British, and his name is Mike. And I think that's yeah, all I that's told them. They,
1: that's, that's how they told me that, that <laughs> I was described.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad they ratted me out. But it, did it work, or did it not, or did it work? It worked. So, it worked. It yeah. worked. Well, so the best part was, you know, they said, you know, well, how do you, how do you want to handle this? Because, you know, I don't know if they're done ordering. And I was like, eh, you know, just whatever. That's fine. Well, well, how much do you want to tip? Oh. And this was a—it was a perfectly reasonable question that I'm not bitter about, but one that I was wholly unprepared for. And so I was—that's like, kind of bull crap. Well, like no, that's—I don't think that's unreasonable mm-hmm. at all because I—I no, uh, no. I mean, I don't it,
1: think they should have asked you that. I think they should have left the tip to us because you have no idea what's going on in this situation. Uh... And I know, I know, it's still it's so different. Like we tip for service in England, not because of just the fact that you have to.
0: But it's like you're not even in the restaurant. No, but it's still whoever is paying the bill is expected to tip, even if you're not the one getting served. Like, I understand. I, I both understand. Yeah, but we could
1: have tipped. Uh, I mean, he didn't.
0: Uh, <laughs> you could have because didn't
1: even in my mind I just got up and left
0: yeah and, and I understand what you're saying and if I was if I was born and raised British I would be just as, as like confused or, or grumbly as you are but as an as an American you know this is not this didn't faze me at all but it was just a question I wasn't prepared for and I think what I basically said was and I don't remember what the bill was it was it was a little more than this but let's say it was $12 and I think I was like oh just make it an even 20 or whatever the case may be and that seemed to satisfy them because you know it was a reasonable tip and it was a nice round number that they can just remember and plug in, and everyone will be happy. And uh, and so that's what I did, and uh, and I just kind of waited, and then I believe you sent me either a text or a Slack DM or something, and said thank you. That was very nice, and I felt very very happy that it worked out. And I still feel very very happy that it worked out. And that me calling to pay for somebody's meal, not only because I'm cheap, but not only because I hate the phone, but that's just not that's just kind of a weird thing that I don't think I would normally do. But I had a feeling. That if anyone would appreciate it, it would be you and Adina. And not because you guys couldn't have paid for it yourselves, but I think you would have appreciated the gesture. And, uh, and that's why Well, it wasn't just me. I mean, Aaron, Aaron and I talked about it and she said, yeah, you know, that's a good idea. So uh, I'm glad that worked out. I'm glad you went to John's. I appreciate you going to John's. I'm a little bitter you didn't send me any, but, um, but I, I'm glad that you went. And more than anything else, I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, we really did. We really, really did. Thank you for the recommendation and the arm twisting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Now, if you were to go back to New York again, and let's assume it's not like a completely slammed, uh, you know, you have like two days in New York and you have to I would see totally it. eat there again. Okay, that's where I was I going totally with this. I would totally eat there
1: again. Like, I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to like
0: push everything aside, sure, but sure, like
1: sure. If, I, if I'm in that part of town again, I would, I would totally eat there again.
0: Awesome. Well, then job well done.
1: Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace. Enter the offer code fields at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace with a unique domain, award-winning templates and more. Squarespace has everything and can give you everything that you need to let you create that website that you have for your next idea or project. No matter what type of website you want to build, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that will let you do it. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades needed. It's a completely flexible system. You don't have to worry about any of this stuff. Squarespace has got you covered. It's all-in-one. It's flexible. So you can build stores and portfolios blogs sites for your wedding i know all about that they have award winning 24/7 customer support if you need any help you can uh, quickly and easily grab the domain name that you're looking for to let your website stand out from the crowd and all of those templates that i spoke about they're they're beautiful they're award winning and You can even customize them. There's great customization options available. You can change colors, you can change spaces, you can change where things go, you can change fonts, you can add images. It's really, really easy to click around and just change the stuff that you want to change. You know, there is, if you don't know what to do there is no easier way than Squarespace, right? Like if you like me, I have no idea how to build a website from scratch. I just wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't have Squarespace. And even if you do know what to do, it saves you so much hassle than having to like sit and work all this stuff out. You can just do it all. It's so simple. Their plans start at just $12 a month. It's a great deal. You can start a trial today with no credit card required. Just go to squarespace.com. You can try it out for yourself and make sure it's right for you before you sign up. And then just use the offer code FEELS at checkout and you'll get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for analog. We'd like to thank Squarespace for the continued support of this show. Squarespace. Make your next move, make your next website.
0: Alright, so back again. Took it's, a break. The, it's Firefly Viewing Club. We were on a break. we were on a break. That's
1: the show, right? That's the show we're talking about. <laughs> what?
0: I that reference. Friends, whiz- man. Oh, I, I saw that so long ago.
1: Oh, maybe we need to go do friends
0: after no. No, we're doing scrubs next. No.
1: I was no. Yes. Uh I was thinking to myself, like, is there a sh- is there something we could do? I don't have uh, a thought about that yet. I do. Um but you may, but basically one of the things that I think makes this really great is that um it's one season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to w- do this for 270 weeks <laughs> fair enough right yeah I hear
0: you I uh, I actually so, just as you said that I had an idea and I will not give it away well not during the show but I have an idea and it's actually a YouTube series where each episode is roughly 10 minutes do you think you could handle right. that hypothetically maybe. I, know, I know you don't know maybe. the details but like that's at least a plausible thing to do maybe all right, I think I got a good idea. We'll talk about it another time, but uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, we are, we are. what was it, Ariel? Is that right? Was this week's episode?
1: Yeah, we're about to start talking about Firefly, so uh, there, here is your spoiler warning time. We're about to talk about Firefly episode nine, Ariel.
0: All right, so what did you think of the episode? Let's start with that, as we always do.
1: This one was shocking in its violence yeah, in a way that okay. I didn't like at all. The blood?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand. Mm-hmm.
1: That. No way. Did not like it. The fact that they show blood is, is fine. You know what shot I'm talking about. You know the one that bothered me, right? I'm assuming can you the, guess?
0: the guy, that the, the, the dude that arrested them, this is huge spoilers, obviously, but the dude that arrested um, Jane and Simon and River, then he's like, oh, look, I've got them for you. And yeah, I talked to them, but why does that matter? I'm assuming. And there's that
1: scene where like he's screaming and there's blood coming yep. out of his mouth, his yep, nose, yep, yep, his yep, eyes, and yep. his ears. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? are you doing yeah. what are you doing like wh- why like that's it was too much I, I i really didn't like it um that to go from the level of violence that the show usually has to that in one episode is too much it's too much it's like whiplash Yeah, i can um, i wasn't ready i wasn't prepared for that that's not what i've i've been getting from this show it's not what i've come for um so yeah I, I, I really didn't like that there's, there's a couple of things in the episode oh because th- as well before that the scene where um, Jane and Simon are beating up the guards is way too much Yeah, way too way too graphic um, they're like fighting really dirty like in a way that's not necessary like yeah I really didn't I really didn't like the violence in this episode because it felt out of place in the show
0: I can I can I can understand that. It it didn't strike me quite as strongly as it struck you, but I did have similar thoughts. And yeah, I can understand that. Would you say, despite that, that you enjoyed it, or do you think that kind of ruined it for you?
1: It's an interesting episode, for sure. Like there are a lot of um, there are a lot of interesting plot things that happen, Um, and especially the end. Uh, Like you know the way it's set up because you know the conceit of the episode being that simon wants to go to this hospital to try and diagnose river so he can like help her like make her better in some way like right at the end like he puts the needle in her and he's like it's about to get better or something he's like something along those lines he says Mm -hmm. and it's like what is about to happen right like has he worked out something to help her like i'm i'm really excited to see the next episode to to find out the answer to that um and also to see the resolution with jane right so like I was expecting to be... to have, like, a double turn, as they've done a couple of times during the show. where like, it looks like Jane's about to rat them out or, like, or like turn on the crew. Mm-hmm. But doesn't? But no, mm-hmm. he straight up, like, calls the police on Simon and River. Like, I was really surprised about that. And not only that, but Mal works it out. And also, they... I was thinking, right, like... As they were coming to the resolution of of this episode, I was like, "Here we go, classic Firefly, quick resolution in twenty seconds." But even though the resolution was quick, it all made sense for me. Like I was cool with it because um, I was like, "How are they gonna? How are they gonna get them out of this?" But the way that they ended up escaping made sense. The fact that like they accidentally bump into Mal, kind of like I was cool, like I was fine with that because they're both running around this building looking for. Not necessarily each other, but, like, they're looking for them, and, and like, Jane and, and the Tams are just looking for a way out. So, like, it's not implausible. And then the fact that Mal has the ability to work out that something bad has happened when already earlier in the episode, like, there is motive, like, there's severe motive, because River effectively nearly kills Jane. Yeah. You know, like, the motive is there. Like, I I was fine with the way the episode resulted. But the thing that I don't... I don't understand what's going to happen now with Jane and Mal because, like, Jane can't be trusted. It doesn't seem like something Mal would do to to let him off because it's, like, it is, it's both part... It's, like, both... It's weird because it's, like, in conflict and in line with his beliefs of, like, the crew, right? So, like... Mm-hmm. It's like oh he he would let him back in because he believes so much in the crew but he also betrayed the crew and I feel like that the betrayal should win out and that he shouldn't let him in uh back in or like not necessarily kill him but tell him he's done yeah. and that is not the case. Um The Shepherd wasn't in this episode nope.
0: at all. Nope.
1: That's weird.
0: Yeah, I assume it was some sort of like real world Conflict or something like that. They made brief mention of it in the beginning in a ham fisted way that made me think that, um, what is it? Ron Glass, I think is the actor's name, like had like a scheduling conflict or something like that. It, it was like, oh, Shepard Book got dropped off on such and such planet, so, uh, we'll get it mean, later.
1: To be honest, there was no. Oh, I didn't notice it. it was dropped off on a planet. Oh, it I, was, I forget that, that
0: may not be accurate, but they did make some oh. sort of mess uh, uh, mention. They didn't show it; they made like a mention about oh, when Shepherd Book gets back from Ariel or something like that. I forget exactly what it was, but they did very briefly mention it in a way that seemed to oh. be just explaining it away, so you didn't have this moment later where you are like, "Wait, where the hell was Shepherd Book?"
1: Yeah, and like. I don't know where he would have fit in the episode anyway, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have fit in either of the crews, um, considering what they were doing. But it was just it was interesting for him not to be in it. I, I liked I liked Simon's role in this episode as kind of like leading the crew and it, him taking charge of the like the mission and the planning. It was really good, and like the moment when he saves the guy's life and you see how good he is as a doctor, and like he gives the the dumb doctor a good dressing <laughs> down. Like I. I liked all of that. I liked his role in this episode quite a lot, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I That was one of the notes I took was that, oh, you know, this is clearly to show us that Simon is really, really smart. And it's not that they haven't tried to tell us that before, but this is like showing us that Simon is really, really smart. Um, there were a couple of things that I took notes on that I th- think are worth mentioning, um first of all it was extremely just out of left field i thought when river like slashes jane across the chest it was just she snapped all of a sudden which i understand that river's entire persona is kind of just being unpredictable but i felt like that was surprisingly unpredictable even for her and i bring that up in part to say i thought the way mal handled that was really interesting because it it was as though we saw two different mouths in that conversation that he had with um, with Simon. You know, he's very stern and very angry, and he says, you know, basically, if you can't keep River under control, we're going to revisit this whole deal of you being on the ship. And then he kind of like softens and says, "She's getting worse, isn't she?" And that's what I think kind of yeah. cues the whole the whole experience with um, with this job and this heist. But it's it's just Mal being so. Like uh two not two faced, but like there's two mals, right? There's the like super stern, angry, I don't give a crap about anyone mal, and then there's Well the, yeah, like, but
1: then also like how he was talking to Jane, where he's like, under no circumstances are we kicking them off. Yeah. But then as soon as Jane's out of the room, he's yeah. like saying to Simon, like, look, like let's be reasonable about this. Like we can't we can't keep going down this road type thing. Yeah. But like I mean, I think we've seen a lot of that the duality of sure, Mal, sure, right? sure, sure, but like it was, it was really on display here.
0: Yep, absolutely for sure. The other thing that struck me about this episode was that there was a lot of. I felt like there was a lot of really good CGI that that aged well. For example, when he yeah, was doing yeah, the, yeah, yeah. when he was doing the scan on River, I thought that so aged good. really well. So good.
1: 3D imaging thing was really good.
0: But then there was a lot of stuff that did not age well at all. So a couple of examples, cutting up the ID badges, like it's the the, the movie The Fugitive in 1990 or whatever it was, like that's...
1: Yeah, like, no, come on. Like there would still be laminated exactly. ID like, badges. Exactly. No, no,
0: that's not how this is going to work in 20-whatever or 21-whatever. Um, the other thing thing was whenever they showed blueprints that looked like straight out of 87 yeah you know,
1: like- and also like the logic of the th- the fingerprint scanner on the door mm-hmm. that you can just put any fingerprint <laughs> attached to any pass and it will open a door like, that's yeah, not what yeah. fingerprint scanners are for they're not checking if a finger is present right right because mal mal takes the doctor that doctor's pass puts it in the thing and presses his thumb against it like mal's thumb and the door opens like, there was such an easy way to solve that, which I don't know why they didn't just do, yep, which is they just pick up the dude and put his thumb on the door. Like, that's how you, that's that's the logic there. Also, I there was kind of a part of me that had to roll my eyes at the conceit of, like, it's okay to steal this medicine.
0: Why? was like
1: they're bending over backwards to try and maintain the fact that the Firefly crew are good people. <laughs> like, oh, we can we can steal this medicine that's meant for sick people because it will be restocked within an hour. Yeah, That yeah. doesn't mean it's okay, right? Like, you say, oh, the Alliance are bad with this hospital that they use to cure sick people, right? Like, it's, you know, like, it, I, I was kind of just like, either do it or don't do it, but, like, don't make this story about it. Like, it's, you know... Yeah,
0: I can understand that. Because,
1: as well, they're stealing that to sell it. They're not stealing it to give it to, like, other people that need it. Right? And I know that, like, they kind of make reference to the fact of, like, there's people that need this medicine. But Simon convinces them by telling them all how much it's worth yeah that's the point right so like they are like there's yeah there's like yeah i I was kind of just like either steal the medicine from sick people or don't steal the medicine from from medicine from sick people but we don't need all (laughs) of the hand waving
0: i understand that um a couple other quick notes uh, obviously, Jane was going to sell them out. Like, I mean, you talked about this earlier, but you, it, it was obviously he was going to sell them out. But what, what is striking to me, although in character for Jane, is how did you not know you're going to get arrested too? Like, you think that these cops are just going to be like, sure, here's so a billion dumb. dollars. Like, come on. Ah, so frustrating. Um, I did think in that fight with Simon and and Jane against the guards, I agree with what you said earlier, that it's like it went on too long. It was a bit not vulgar, but violent. Um, I thought that though I, I did appreciate the fact that like uh, the guard was biting Jane's hand or perhaps vice versa. I thought that that was at least a more, or it seemed to me like a more real representation of what would happen in a fist fight between these two. I also thought it was interesting that Simon uh, was not completely useless in this fight and I was surprised that— He handled himself better yeah, than yeah, Jane did. Yeah, exactly. And he just, like, knocked out the person, which stands to reason since he's a doctor. Um, I thought that it was very big of Simon to give Jane humongous accolades at the end of it all when they all get back to the to the Firefly or to Serenity. and um, and, and he was like, oh, you know, Jane was amazing, blah, 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 blah. I thought that was very big of Simon, especially since it's been quite clear that he and Jane don't really get along. Um, And and, and obviously, Simon didn't realize that Jane had sold them out. But still, that was very big of him. But the thing I wanted to hear your thoughts about the most was the chat via the walkie-talkie at the end of the show. What did you think of that? Uh, I don't know. It was weird.
1: Why? I think. Well, Well, it was just... I don't know. Like, Mal's kind of like setting him up, um, in a strange way. Like in such a way that you would say you did it. <laughs> like, I, I, it was weird. Like, I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you think? What are you looking for? Because you're you're looking for a response from me, and you you might help me.
0: Well, so the reason I bring it up is because I I don't know how to verbalize this. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something and then I'm gonna immediately disagree with myself. That scene with Jane on the other side of like the the door where he's on the verge of getting sucked out into the atmosphere, you know, out of out of serenity, and where where Mal basically says, and, and he uses a lot of words to say it, but he says, You piece of garbage, I can't believe you did this. And that scene and the way they played back and forth is one of my favorite scenes in the entire series and it's not actually one of my favorite scenes in the series but like there's something about that scene huh. that okay. i just think i don't feel that way about and it it was fine. it was
1: fine it was fine like I, I don't really think that it was like incredible but like it was a good scene it was played well um I don't really know the ramifications like of it, because like, he's' like don't tell them what I did, and then like I don't really understand
0: so that to me what what was striking about the scene so i I copied down a couple of quotes, and it'll only take a moment, you know, so mal says. Uh, you turn on any of my crew. You turn on me. You did it to me, Jane, and that's a fact. And that's establishing that, to your point earlier, that the crew was paramount to him. And I understand what you're saying about the like kind of conundrum and perhaps hypocrisy of allowing Jane back. But you know, here we're establishing that Mal is just indescribably loyal and yeah
1: there's a line that mal said that i really like which is next time you decide to stab me in the back do it to my face yep yep i wrote that down as well great line great Uh, i
0: thought i thought the same and then in between the in between what i read and what you just read uh you know jane says and you you talked about this earlier what are you going to tell the others make something up don't tell them what i did and it appears that that's when mal realizes okay jane is not beyond hope and I don't know, something about the scene, I feel like in a lot of ways, as much as I adore the show, they do things in a kind of ham-fisted way, not irregularly. For example, describing why Shepard Book is gone. Oh, he's just on a planet somewhere. Don't worry your pretty little face about it. This, though, I thought was just so well done. And it's not It's not one of my favorite scenes, but there's something about the scene that i just has always stuck with me and i've always liked And i feel like jane acted or adam baldwin acted it phenomenally well um nathan fillion you know mal acted it phenomenally well and i just felt like there was some there's was was just this grittiness to it that i really appreciated yeah i I don't know
1: about that line i don't i don't really like it because it doesn't it doesn't match with the character
0: well and I, i i yeah okay he's
1: the same guy that was gonna have them arrested
0: why would he care? Well, because he actually does care. He, the conundrum to Jane is that he is a money-seeking uh, disaster. He's an idiot. He all he, He's completely driven by money. But deep down in there somewhere, there's actually someone who cares. And I think that's what we discovered in this moment.
1: I don't know. I feel like he's someone who cares about his legacy more than what like they, these yeah. individuals care about him.
0: I disagree, but I understand what you're saying. And, and that very well could be. I, that's a very, very reasonable read of the situation. And I'm not saying I'm right and I'm not saying you're wrong. I, just, I could see it going either way. But one way or another, I just, I, I've always really liked that scene. And I can't verbalize. I can't figure out why I like it so much. But I just thought it was so well done. Uh, and I also liked uh, the the very last line of the episode, which admittedly is kind of cheesy. But I thought it was well executed. And, you know, uh, Simon says he's going to give River a shot or something like that. And she says, is it time to go to sleep again? And he says, no, it's time to wake up. And one of yeah, the themes... Yeah, that's
1: That's the line. I like it.
0: it. Yeah. And, th- and then one of the themes of this show, and this is particularly... No spoilers. This is particularly strong in the movie that follows. One of the themes in the show is the relationship between River and and Simon. And that was just such a, just an adorable, wonderful moment between the two, where you see that they would... And not the first time, but you see that they would do Anything for each other, and it's just i don't know I really admire that and think that's cool
1: the one the one other thing that has been open from us this, this 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 episode for its thoughts had a lot of interesting plot lines that it begins, um, one of them being the end of the episode, the other is uh what's going to happen with Jane and mal um and then the other is we now can be under the belief that the two people that are after river they're not agents of the alliance it would seem because they killed all of those Mm -hmm. they're like some other shady body of some description and it seems that it might just be these two people but why do they have so much power and control like yeah but there's a lot to learn
0: yep and that will also remain a thing for a while and i'm not going to spoil anything but just that this is this is definitely a thing that it that does not go away
1: all right so next time is episode 10 yep. we get into double digits what's that's the right. name of episode 10 it Casey? is
0: it is war stories uh which if i recall correctly is if it, well i shouldn't say anything i will just let it go i, I abort that we're going to leave it in we're not going to edit it out but it is it is it is episode 10 and it's called war stories i don't want to give anything if away. you
1: recall collect correctly it is episode 10 yes that's what you know about episode ten.
0: exactly 10 of 14 and then the movie and then we're done getting closer One, two, three, four, five episodes in the movie. Oh, my word. All right. Well, Mike, I am glad you're back in jolly old London town. Is that right? Is that what they say? Is that what they said? Who knows? Anyway, I'm glad you're back. Jolly old England. Yeah. Sure. Close enough. God save the queen. But I'm glad you're back. And uh, I will talk to you in two weeks, as always. And we will discuss war stories. So goodbye, everybody.